what is up everybody i'm 85 percent sure that i'm live so that's pretty exciting and uh yeah welcome into episode 13 of the scope so glad you're here uh again real quick the show is a podcast there's also the scope youtube channel you could be watching that on now if so thank you so much also we are live over at crash games links to everything in about and around to the different places below wherever you're consuming this wonderful show at um but yeah it's been a it hasn't been that long since we spoke last honestly um it's been uh, only a few days since we did the makeup episode on 13 but i wanted to get back on track with monday so uh likely it's going to be a little bit of a shorter program uh but there's a few things to talk about uh that have gone on since we spoke last on thursday i just appreciate so much everyone listening being here sharing being a friend telling a friend all that for this small regional broadcast it's a wonderful program it's fun to make and i appreciate everybody yeah and uh i think since last time we spoke i also uh almost broke my legs completely off my body uh at the gym uh, on leg day doing squats and stuff i'm just now uh getting to where i can walk again so that's really exciting it doesn't hurt just to exist uh for a long time it hurt even just to sit in a chair things like uh things like going to the bathroom climbing stairs all were very difficult but i but i'm recovering i'm almost i'm mobile again i'm feeling good there and then uh also yesterday morning i woke up and my neck could not turn to the right so like when people ask me what i'm doing i'm what and i have to like turn my whole body i'm getting old guys it <laughs> it's real all uh all you young whippersnappers you just wait but anyway guys thank you so much for the subscribes the downloads the likes it means a lot helps a lot and yeah it's awesome so i guess like i hate to do it to you guys um but uh as uh as uh we we do around here we'll talk about battlefield just a little bit let me let me let me have a drink first and uh that's not a seltzer by the way just so you know i don't want to tar i don't want to tarnish my image or anything like that um so yeah i did a video today um i don't know if everyone has seen it yeah hydro says in chat seems like neck pain and squats go hand in hand it's true they're like peas and carrots man peanut butter and jelly how's it going wreck how's it going everybody welcome in um i don't know if you guys saw my video today but i have been thinking like out loud not out loud that's what this is i'm thinking out loud right now while i'm talking to you guys jesus christ um so i've been thinking about like how can battlefield turn it around and honestly um as we've spoke i think it is too late i think it's too late for battlefield 2042 um but one way i thought of that we could bring people back to the franchise as a whole is through Portal. And they wouldn't be playing 2042 as much as they would be playing Portal. But what could be done with Portal, I think, really could sustain the franchise until the next installment. And Lord knows what they're planning over there. It dies for the next one. Um, honestly, I've been hopeful for the for the regime change over at Dice LA and uh, Vince Zampella, Marcus Leto, Rebecca Kutaz, uh, the big three that we talk about uh, uh, taking taking back over control of everything. And I've been hopeful, but still, here it is, guys. Last update, they said we're gonna get early April, and uh, 
it's uh it's early april and we haven't seen anything um and i just i had hoped with the new with new leadership new managers and and lead team leads and stuff like that that these things would stop to where dice could meet the uh meet the deadlines that they put for themselves it's like no one is telling them no one's telling them hey you guys need to do this update you need this update done by by early april no one's telling them that they're making that timeline for themselves and then missing these deadlines and i cannot think of another uh a studio uh that is honestly like that um it doesn't make any sense to me why they're setting these these uh these deadlines and they're not even that far in advance and and they're still not not happening i need to remember to talk about day before i want to talk about day before something weird happened with them today so i have to write it down and yes i am old enough to get neck pain when i sleep and i'm also old enough to still use pen and paper to write shit down so um anyway what i thought um how i think they could use portal first off let's talk a little bit about the shape that battlefield 2042 is in currently um if you could see on the screen if you're that one person that listens on the podcast i'm sorry i'll do my best to describe it for you and also shout out thanks for the download i appreciate that thanks for the download uh so <laughs> on the screen right now is battlefield's youtube search volume and it is actually okay this is what blows my mind about this it, I'm not there's weird stuff. I'm not entirely sure like how the uh, The things work like how this is all computed. I know it's all relative like the highest So like the highest search point is 100 and then everything else below it is relative, but according to this chart Search results are lower now Than before we even knew it was called battlefield 2042 and people didn't even know what to search I don't quite understand um, how that is possible. Um, and then as uh, Goji Gaming says in chat, there is the Steam charts, which dipped below a thousand uh, yesterday, I do believe yesterday morning, which is a low point anyway for the time during the week, you know, Monday morning, not as people, many people are playing. But for a AAA first person shooter on Steam to have less than a thousand players is actually mind boggling it's actually mind-boggling to me um so what i'm thinking this is what i've thought and you guys can tell me it's stupid and that's fine it probably is i'm a little bit delusional because i've been wanting to make videos but there's like <laughs> nothing to talk about man i miss making videos like every other day and stuff because it was like it was awesome um but what's going on is with portal they're still working on it we do know that they're working on it with battlefield 2042 failing like this it it's just made a massive massive appetite for nostalgia for those old games and that's where i think portal could come in by porting most i've heard a lot of people say just give us bf3 remastered or bf4 remastered you know while we wait for whatever their next title even if we care i don't even know if i care anymore um i i don't um I don't think I do at this point they're gonna have to really wow me in the next one but uh portal they have they have a way to port these older maps over to portal like they've done with updated graphics I, I feel like they could add movement guns and things like that 
but at the same time um this could go into the next game so you want to from a business standpoint they have to see that roi they have to see they they have to see that return they have to see that return on investment um and so by telling them that they could you know they could keep portal going into other games the work they're doing now will still be used on the next game to keep a to keep a base players because honestly that's where the battlefield players are they're on the older games um if i'm going to boot up uh battlefield i'm probably going to play battlefield 5 just because the movement feels the best to me i know that's got a lot of inherent issues all on its own i'm going to play battlefield 1 or 5 probably maybe 4 and that's where if you even if you look at steam charts that's where everybody's at they're at those older games so if you update those games so what i'm saying is put a lot more content into portal and then the biggest thing to make it relevant is official servers that are running constantly so you know if you make a custom server that's the problem with it right like if i make a custom server i have to have 64 people that i know to come in and fill that server up or it shuts down or it dies like i can make all kinds of cool game modes and shit but nobody joins because like you have to know people so what they need is persistent servers official servers with a, a with a filter just like old games so if you wanted to say you know i want to play in this region i want to play this game mode show me servers with this many openings you know just i mean you guys all know the server browser make official portal servers for the different games and modes persistent with the filter and i think adding adding game or excuse me adding maps like the iconic ones like operation metro and stuff i feel like would probably maybe be able to bring people back i'm not 100 percent sure but that's just i don't know i want my money back too kind of <laughs> for sure i i think i don't know what season one could look like to bring people back i don't think it's gonna do it um i i honestly don't i just don't i have lost along with you guys um, I have lost a lot of faith in the franchise, um, like a lot. But I, I just remember um, when they played when they played this this teaser, I was really hyped on Portal, and that kind of died when the game came out. And Hazard Zone was a nothing, and 2042 plays how it does. You know, I kind of felt like that. But when they had this trailer, I thought it was a really really cool idea to bring old content back and i think they're gonna have to go that route to save it because for me to enjoy oh it's weird to say for, i haven't played 2042 since february 25th <laughs> i just looked at the last time i launched it um for them to for me to like 2042 i feel like they'd have to ditch specialists or put them into classes like essentially the specialist is a gadget and it's all broken down into classes. They'd have to add a lot more maps. They'd have to rework all the current maps and change the vehicles. And like, even then we're still talking like the, the optimization is still just garbage. Like you don't get any, you don't get any frames. And it, it's just, I don't know. I, it's sad. I can't believe it's where it's at. Um, I still am thinking about doing a video. Uh, kind of almost like a documentary style like trying to chronicle the hype that we had for the game um within the fact that there was uh oh how the trailer and and, and almost the the lack of gameplay built hype 
And then to kind of go back and say, hey, they knew this game was trash. They knew this game had issues. And that's why we didn't see gameplay. And that is almost surreal. From a, from a AAA studio to intentionally hold back gameplay, I can't, I can't say, you know, I don't have proof that that was a cognizant decision uh, that, that they made. I, but like, <laughs> it sure seems like it, like the puzzle pieces are there. You can't, you can't say that's for sure what happened, but man, it sure looks fishy. And, and it's, that's just, that's just weird. Um, yeah. So that's, that's probably enough on that. Um, it's not that much fun to talk about, but I, I just thought we know, you know, based on some of the, uh, some of the, uh, developers on Twitter that work at Ripple Effect, the formerly Dice LA, that they are still working on Portal. So I, I just thought with everybody wanting, uh, wanting that old battlefield to come back again, that that might be one of the only ways to do it. That bill of my hat is making my camera out of focus. Like it's focusing on the front of my hat instead of my face. Whoa, hold on. Hold on, guys. We gotta fix this. We gotta go into power mode. I hate autofocus. Makes me mad. I didn't use it on my old camera, but I don't know why I have it on this camera, but I do. There we go. Now I look like a cool, a cool hip, whatever I am, podcast host. Jesus, okay. Um, so in the next thing, let's talk about a call. I saw this and I just wanted to talk about it. Like, and I, I might get into more stories like this. It might be like controversial or hot takes or whatever, but dude, this call, of, <laughs> this call of duty guy, like I, <laughs> we have to talk about this dude. Um, so you can see, let's see, we'll play it on here. Uh, it's going to try to pull up the audio. Let's turn that off. Um, so this was reported by Jake Lucky. Uh, he's the uh, YouTube reporter. He used to be formerly of eSports Talk, and now he's at like full squad gaming, um, I think is where he's at. Um, essentially, this kid, <clears throat> this kid, I have, the, I have the clip played on screen right now. This kid is the number two ranked Vanguard Call of Duty player in the world, okay? Yeah, wall hat guy, Ted. And right there, you can see it when his game glitches out. He's like, why did my game lag? And when it lags, you can see his wall hacks. And this kid is ranked number two in the world. So in, in Vanguard, if you don't know, you can play ranked. And you can get ranked all the way up to, to leaderboards, just like the old days. And this, and it gets, it gets better because like, because <clears throat> instead of saying that, hey man, I screwed up, I'm I'm sorry. He has excuses, and then uh, proves and shows receipts. It's 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 this whole thing. But I just want you guys to see the clip. So number two Call of Duty player in the world using wall hacks accidentally glitched out and showed them on stream and got caught. His name is I guess Plexify is his name. And then uh, there's a little bit more reporting here on uh, Jake Lucky's timeline. Um, then he goes on to say, <laughs> so essentially he talks, there's a twit longer about his accusations and he's saying like how he's sorry for disappointing everyone and stuff like that. But then he says, he says that he only bought the hacks. He only bought the hacks to get diamond camo on his guns. And I'm sorry, dude. Like, 
I have friends. Oh, one of my buddies, Spoo, he plays the Call of Duty every year and unlocks the Atomic, the Dark Matter, whatever the high stakes thing is. And he has a full-time job and a real life. And you're going to tell me that you're the number two Call of Duty player in the world and you can't get diamond camo without hacks, without turning walls on? Like... He says, at most, you know, you're allowed to hide boxes off your stream if you're just a good hacker. He said, I'm a loss for the words, the action I've done, I've seen a ranked play. But he goes on to say back here, he actually shows on his tweets proof of the registration and payment. So he shows the cheats. He shows his, his purchase of the cheats. And he says... There he shows like where he got him and everything like that in the email and his receipt for the cheats just to say, just to say that he, <laughs> just to say that he bought it to get a camo unlock. So it's fine, right? Like, like everything's supposed to be fine. Dude, so dumb. Oh, I can't even, I can't even put it in words. So. I mean, this, and this brings up the whole topic of cheaters, which is an insane rabbit hole to go down. And there's no way that I would like be able to cover it or talk all about it now. But I just, I hate it. I hate the fact that this is something that's even a thing. It's even something we have to worry about. And and it makes you think like if this, if this kid could use these on an account and get and play enough time and enough hours to get all the way up to the number two vanguard player in the world and use these cheats and he wasn't getting banned he wouldn't have got banned unless he screwed up on his own like and he screwed up and showed these things so like he how many people are doing it it just makes you wonder and it makes you scared and it may not scared but like it just makes you wonder like how many people have gotten good at hiding this shit, which is what I worry about. But, but the whole thing, um, this is his twit longer. It talks about, you know, if he should change his gamer tag or whatever. I think the kid is rightfully so probably screwed from ever, uh, playing competitive call of duty and his stream and stuff. Um, there's just, there's just no reason to cheat guys. Like there's no shortcuts. Um, it sucks. I, I honestly don't understand why people cheat. Like the only thing I've heard, like I've heard some of those interviews and stuff people have done with cheaters. And it's like the only thing that I've ever heard is like, they, uh, they just, I feel like they just want to get a reaction out of like, they get pleasure out of ruining someone else's experience. Um, so I do my best not to let that happen. I do my best to ignore him, report him, and and move on. And uh, but <laughs> this one was just something crazy because because instead of saying "Wow, guys, I screwed up," and he could have said, "You know, I know you don't have to believe me, but I didn't use these to get to number two. No, he said, "Oh, I just <laughs> he goes to say like, oh yeah, I bought these, but it was just to get a camo." And I'm legit saying. There are people that I would consider casual gamers that are able to get these camos like this. I would, if it was up to me, I would call this bullshit because he's saying, he's saying that, uh, he's saying that the reason he got these was to unlock camos. And I'm going to tell you, if you're number two in the world in Vanguard, you probably put some hours into it. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, and he showed his receipts to show that he did, in fact, purposely buy cheats and all that stuff as if there was any doubt. 
and then uh, the other part so this is this is the cherry on top this is a conversation in his chat um he actually replied to someone and says i got it for the dymo cam diamond camo grind and i didn't know how to turn them off I got these cheats just to get a camo and I, I swear I didn't know how to turn them off. I, I didn't know how to uninstall them or delete the files. You had no idea. But I don't know what this, I mean, it's just stuff like this sucks, guys. It really does. Um, it makes it like, it makes you wonder how many closet cheaters there are that use these and aren't stupid and can actually like hide them and stuff. It really sucks, I hate it. I wish I, wish I had, like, I always say this, like, I wish I would have gone to school for like IT stuff and coding and things like that. So I could like be able to be like a super hacker and use my skills for good and track down these cheaters and, and grief them and like help develop better anti-cheats and just fight against cheaters, man. That's like, I hate it so much. It, it takes a really crummy person. And I, I mean, I don't know what they have going on in their real life to get satisfaction out of ruining someone else's experience. And honestly, it, it's incredibly sad. And to to a point, you almost have to feel bad for them. Like they're such a shitty place in their life that they have to uh, they have to do that to to find enjoyment because they can't find enjoyment out of playing the game. Like how could how could winning a game feel fun if if you're like if you're cheating? Like I get satisfaction on a video game when I do something cool in Tarkov when I have a good raid, wipe a four stack or wipe a couple PMCs and some scabs and do some cool stuff or in Rainbow Six when I up my rank or even getting, you know, going on a run in Rebirth and getting a few wins in a row. Like how could any of that feel good when you're cheating? It can't. So which the only thing I can think of is they're sick humans that take pleasure in other people, uh, you know, ruining their experience. And it's pretty sad, but anyway. That's uh that's the end of my rant. That's a that's a great question. The I haven't been I, the cheating has been better in my opinion on like rebirth and stuff, but there's still people that cheat. And it just makes you wonder like how many of them are getting good at hiding them, not being blatant with them or toggling them or or stuff like that. It I don't know. It bums me out. I try not to think about it too much. But honestly, I feel like this like this high profile of a player, it's happened, <clears throat> excuse me, it's happened quite a bit actually in Warzone where they've caught these guys cheating in even Warzone tournaments and stuff like that, which is which is crazy to me. Um, but at the same time, I think Call of Duty and like the, the Call of Duty League, like CDL and stuff might have to eventually go back to, um, to console. They, this year uh, they switched to PC um, and playing controller. So they get the FOV, they get the frame rates and they're still, you know, playing with controller. But honestly, I think they're gonna have to go, they might have to go back to console. I've seen a lot of pro players on Twitter say we need to go back to console, which again, <laughs> brings me full circle to if console players, if like, and I, I don't understand. If, if console, companies microsoft and sony can keep cheaters off of their system why can't windows and i, I know it's because like there's so much more you can do to windows and the operating system is much more transparent and stuff but i feel like there should be like a sandbox boot mode that you could boot that you could put boot people into and it would essentially be the xbox operating system microsoft to microsoft right 
and then it would be like a like a standalone like you boot your computer into game mode and it boots up like a microsoft like that or like an xbox i don't know i don't know i just hate cheaters that's probably dumb but that's what i got so next topic that guy's an idiot i don't want to talk about him anymore um the next thing we're going to talk about and um thank you for checking out my video brendan i really appreciate that um so the next thing i really do i mean it um the next thing i want to talk about now i saw this uh, article and i know it's late it's like crash dude how old and slow are you it's like april and you're just now talking about 2021 uh year in review yeah i'm sorry about that um i saw i saw this there's just some interesting numbers in this article and it's on uh it's on uh what is it on gamesindustry.biz and i saw this because uh asmongold was actually reacting to it and it it caught my eye some of the stuff in here i tweeted about it today um a little bit let's pull it up here and then we'll take a look at some of these things so this is uh, they accrued a bunch of data from like across video games for like um and social media and stuff like that for the year of 2021 and again guys i know i get it crash this show sucks the show's terrible and stinks you're just now talking about 2021 and we're a third of the way through 2022 really we are guys imagine we're t we're a third of the way through 2022 already holy shit okay so some of the stuff i thought in here was all interesting so at the top it talks about just global games market value like market share video games as a whole and you can kind of see the different platforms and uh it's the the, the pc to console is, is kind of interesting to me um i don't understand why so on pc they're saying it's about 37 billion uh in overall market share market value uh console is quite a bit higher at 50. uh we can see definite declines in that with overall increase in mobile gamers guys do you think are mobile gamers actual gamers that's the question that's a question that i have as a boomer i don't know that's a little sus but uh we can see in here on overall stats that console is still a little bit bigger um but honestly not that far off we're still we're still well over half that for pc and then if we scroll down the next thing is uh talks about box versus digital so this is something cool too on uh on pc that is actually 98.9 percent .9 digital sales and only 1.1 percent box which or yeah box sales so like what's a box sale for a pc now nobody has cd-rom drives anymore like i i don't know I don't know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Zach says he takes exception to that question. I just, it was a question. I'm not saying one way or the other. I was just asking, like, what you guys thought. Holy cow. Jeez, relax, guys, relax. 
um the best-selling box games of the year i'm assuming this means physical copies honestly again like a pc with this is like a thumb drive i don't even know if people have nobody has cd drives in their pc anymore but uh as we can see as far as shooters wise since you guys didn't know this is a first person shooter program uh call of duty made it to number six that's box sales again probably due to consoles still having the ability to do so in large part um that stuff mobile market not going to talk about here uh too much uh most covered games and i thought this was really interesting so we can see in here so i'm assuming uh does it say anything about where these details come from no uh, but they are accrued from ICOs, the source, most covered games. I'm assuming this is like videos and, and stuff like that. Uh, pro programs, programs like this. Uh, Fortnite at the top, not really a surprise. Cyberpunk 2077 is number two. Again, not really a surprise. Um, base, basically based on the drama uh, with how it came out. Similar to 2042, broken. And eventually tried to turn things around. Village was pretty cool. And then Halo Infinite, which is the first like... Uh, pure first person shooter we're seeing on here multiplayer um is number four most covered games in number six look at that our old friend battlefield 2042 so that's actually pretty crazy um that it it's the number i didn't i didn't see that like i didn't see that and again i think some of the the fact of the matter is so like it doesn't necessarily like the coverage of the games is it necessarily like you would think in my opinion because we can see at the bottom apex legends which we found out in earnings calls it has a much larger player like a massive player base especially compared to battlefield 2042 um as well as warzone is much bigger than 2042 and they are below them i feel like this and this is just my opinion this is just me talking out of my butt i feel like maybe some of these games have higher coverage because of like the drama and the negative news associated with them like we know that or i have learned that negative videos do well i feel like i can make a battlefield rant video like every other day or once a week and and do well but i don't want to do that that's not fun and i, I don't want to i don't know it's not fun but it could be done and I feel like some of that goes into effect because like Halo Infinite has also had some negative press due to like the lack of content and, and slowness of the updates as well. Um, so you can kind of see that. Um, Call of Duty's kind of been vibing as well as Apex. PUBG's still hanging in there. I still think PUBG is a massive game overseas um, from, from what I understand. Um, again, talks about the most discussed games on twitter with tweets and retweets um genshin impact was the highest as far as first person shooters on here this is where apex legends comes in um at number three and halo infinite at number nine um but uh with uh 417,000 retweets about uh apex legends stuff and then this is the crazy one so this is the one this is the one that i talked about this is the one that I talked about in my video. Battlefield 2042 was the most watched game trailer of 2021. Like, that is insane that the reach that that trailer had. Uh, 20, almost 22 million views um, is number one. The next closest, like, Call of Duty isn't even on here. Like, the Call of Duty reveal trailer and stuff isn't even on here, which is insane. You have stuff like Magic the Gathering, uh, Valheim, 
uh, Starfield, Fortnite Chapter 2, the stuff you would kind of expect. But then Battlefield 2042 hits the list again, sneaks in in the number 15 spot. Like, it just leads to that narrative of like how much hype these trailers and stuff built and like in the lack of gameplay built like a mystique around it and how it just kind of like, you know, didn't didn't really deliver but just it's it's crazy to me i thought i this is the one of the reasons i wanted to talk about it because battlefield was the according to fan census was the most viewed game trailer of 2021 as well as the gameplay trailer coming in at number 15. um and then most googled group most googled search i'm gonna try that again hold on most googled searches globally got it um you have battlefield 2042 <laughs> coming in at number three what is popcat i don't even know what pop popcat is number one i don't know what that is most googled searches huh call of duty vanguard at number seven i don't see halo didn't make this list but battlefield 2042 um and i've shown you guys this before i've talked a little bit um about google trends what's just what is popcat popcat game is a simple clicking game that quickly took over the internet people from different it's a game i'm not clicking on it while i'm streaming it's a clicking game so so they the most global most globally global searches yes exactly what i said um, but I've shown you I've shown uh, these Google trend reports on here before so if you go if you guys go over to to Google trends um, You can type in certain things like you can see battlefield search results um, and compare it to like um, Other things so there's battlefield and then if you compare it to like halo um, You can see like the differences in it how halo is absolutely <laughs> blowing battlefield out of the water um as per usual um stuff like that but i i didn't realize that battlefield i don't understand that because we're like we're looking at google i guess this is uh 2021 starts here but halo is traditionally in comparison always almost always higher halo's higher than battlefield like the whole time of this data we see in 2021 but it didn't make this list this list is sus um but still I just thought it was interesting. Will I do a popcat stream tonight on Twitch? No, probably not. Um, I don't think there's anything that crazy in here. They did take a stab at the CEOs of these companies saying zero is the number of CEOs at Riot Games, Ubisoft, and, and Blizzard who stepped down as a result of massive cultural problems that led to Fester and under their tenure. They took a little shot at the uh, mistreatment by CEOs of their companies. That was pretty, pretty good. So then the last thing I would like to talk about just a little bit is, uh, is Halo. Yeah. So Halo is on the verge of, I'm hoping for our sake. And I feel really bad for console gamers, man. Like I, I've been enjoying playing Tarkov quite a bit and and rainbow six siege and stuff and i know that's not as like good on con like i don't know what console plays what people play on console i don't understand um i bet it's rough 2040 i might play 2042 tonight on stream i don't know well, the people demand it i don't know maybe um 
Probably not, but maybe. Uh, <laughs> so what, what's up with Halo is they're getting close to their next season of content, which is going to bring co-op campaign, which should have been there at launch, even though the game got delayed like years and years and years. Um, but what I thought was interesting is that uh, they are coming out with like a, a survival uh, mode, like it, like a zombie survival mode in the Master Chief collection. So it's like, why are they, why are they coming out with Master Chief collection stuff and not working on Halo Infinite? I found that really weird, um, given the situation and the really like the massive need for content in Halo Infinite. But what I, essentially what I'm hoping for with Halo Infinite is that when they come out with Forge which I really hope is soon and doesn't keep getting delayed. Um, I hope that, excuse me. I hope that revitalizes the game and gives it the content, put, put it in the hands of the players to build maps and come up with new content. And I'm, I say this and I'm not sure if I would even have time to do it, but like I, I say that I would, I would like to try to build a map in Forge. I think that would be really cool. I'm not sure how the tools will work and I'm sure there'll be some helpful videos and stuff on how to do it, but I, I think I would really like to try that. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, so the one last thing, the video, or not necessarily the video, but what I wanted to add um, at the end before we talk about other things, um, the day before, so, I don't know if some of you folks have seen this video, um, but it is actually wild. So I'm gonna try to pull it up here um, so you guys can see it. So um, the day before, and then another thing I need to pull up. Um, so essentially, we'll, we'll do this in a minute after I talk about it just a little bit. Um, but the day before is like a, a zombie survival game. And it, it honestly, like the graphics on the trailer, and <laughs> we know around here, we know how misleading trailers can be, but the, the graphics and the gameplay in the trailers um, is actually stunning. I'm playing the trailer right now uh, for the day before. It's been a really hyped up game. And the last time we heard from them about five months ago is that it was supposed to release sometime this year. And it's it's like a, it's third person. Some of it reminds me of like the division um, a little bit, like how he's uh, fighting, going down the streets and stuff like that. It always looked kind of kind of interesting to me um, in this clip that's showing right now. It just feels and looks kind of like a zombie, like a zombie type division. But but whenever the player in the trailer enters the mall, like the lighting and graphics are are actually ridiculous. Like it looks so cool, but. We haven't heard anything from them. And like I said, last time we were supposed to hear about stuff was like five months ago. It was supposed to come out. Well, everybody has been a little bit nervous about it because we haven't heard anything. And today uh, I saw Big Fry tweeted that he went to go to their website and I did this too. The website is in fact like taken down, like it expired. So if you go to it, the domain says this website has expired. So they let the website expire for it, which is crazy to me. Like it doesn't, 
it doesn't have a feel around this game getting finished i'm not i can't remember if this was a crowdfunded game or not um if this got like people that are beholden to it who who've already put money into it or stuff like that but man it just seems like they had so much going like they've made it this far with graphics and stuff and able to do trailers like this like I would sure think, and you know, with with Unreal Five coming down the pipeline, that this this game would have really taken off. Um, but I don't know. So we can go look if you go to the website. Basically, what I'm saying is, if you were really hyped for the day before, you should uh, sh sh chill out. You should chill out a little bit because it doesn't look good. For this game, um, so I go to their website. Yeah, there it is. Pulled up for you guys. Sorry, I didn't have this uh, pulled up ahead of time. But yeah, if you go to uh, play playdaybeforegame.com, it's expired. So. That's kind of sad because that was something that I was uh, was kind of looking forward to. Again, games are hard to build. Um, and I had some hopes for this one, though. But as an indie game, there's always that chance in the back of your mind that it, it doesn't end up getting finished. And this looks like it could be. What's going on here? It Maybe, maybe this was an oversight that, like, they're... Their website didn't get renewed but it doesn't it doesn't feel good to have a website go expires so maybe it was an oversight but at the same time if it wasn't an oversight if you're shutting down your website that probably means you're shutting stuff down so i can't say one way or the other if the game is still coming out like i said last we heard officially it was coming this year but having an expired website not hearing anything from them with the third of the year being over it's a little bit sus so with that guys i think that's all i had for as i would call it semi-prepared remarks <laughs> like i i sort of had some stuff lined up to talk about again shorter episode as this is a shorter week um we we had a show back on uh back on thursday but we'll we'll try to get back on track here with mondays again hoping to get some guests lined up in the near future it's harder than i thought it would be but yeah, with that being said, guys, do you guys have anything else in chat you would like to talk about? Adam says they got in trouble because it looks and plays like Division. If you look close, many things do look like Division. That's very true, Adam. Yeah, it really, like, that, uh, I'm with you on that deal. It looked like Division 1, like, when they were fighting in that street, when that guy went out into the street and was shooting zombies, it, going from car to car, it really looked like a Division. Quite a bit. But yeah, I'll give you guys just a little bit before I call it to uh, to ask any questions to talk about. I don't really like where you guys are headed with the whole playing 2042 on Twitch tonight. Um, that doesn't feel great. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, that game is. Can anyone has anyone played 2042? recently and can tell me if rush is still a game mode that you can play even if it's in portal is it has anyone played 2042 enough to know <laughs> to know if we have a rush because i could maybe i could maybe play rush like i i maybe i maybe could 
did you ever play unreal first big shooter for you good question shoot um no honestly i came to uh gaming really late growing up my parents never let me have a console or play stuff on pc so honestly my first like real shooter was uh advanced warfare call of duty and battlefield 4 um and then i uh, played a little bit of halo 4 and stuff like that um so yeah i came late like 2014 uh to shooter games so but that that's a good idea to make an educational video for younger he says uh shu says maybe do an educational video for younger gamers about older fps games honestly i would learn a lot about that too that would be really cool i do remember i do remember going over to a friend's house though quite a bit and playing uh playing the original star wars battlefronts on ps2 dude those were so lit back then golly man we of course of course we were massive star wars fans and then playing playing those on playstation 2 that's like i remember playing those games that's one of the like the only times i can ever remember like getting lost in a game like we would just keep doing the you remember the galactic conquest where you just try to attack and take over the planets and fight against the computer like that's one of the last times i can remember just like like playing it and then realizing looking outside and like it's getting bright out the sun's coming up literally staying up all night on weekends playing those games with friends like we would literally stay up just the entire night playing battlefront it was so cool yeah you could go board the ships uh david asks why no games did they think it would rot your brain they must have they must have been like that and honestly like i still my my parents are older and stuff but i still talk to them and i still tell them like i'm making youtube videos sometimes and i i stream and stuff and i play games and they they roll their eyes at me and think it's silly but they think the the youtube videos are kind of cool but like just gaming in general there's pretty old-fashioned <laughs> when it comes to that it's kind of funny um also what what i find funny about the whole thing is uh when like my dad called and say like man i'm playing i'm playing games with my friends or whatever i'll have to call you back and he gets upset it's like it thinks gaming is stupid it's like man this is the same guy that'll sit and watch like Guy Fieri on Driners Dives and Dives. Driners Driners Drive-ins and Dives. Watch Triple D on Food Network for like six hours straight. But looking at a computer screen will rot your brain. <laughs> I always thought that was so funny. Like they they're cool with watching TV, but if you're playing a video game, that's bad. That's not cool. <laughs> Day so good. Yeah. Dude, dude, Schumender, the the those Battlefront games were so good, man. You can get them on PC too. You can get them on Steam. I I haven't because like they're just old, but I I just have that memory of of how cool those were. And then uh, I remember playing Left for Dead two in college too, which was really really cool. Oh, I know Sad Balls. I mean, you're spending six hours. Uh, Sad Balls says you do know that six hours of Triple D is not time wasted. It's true. You're in Flavortown. And anytime you're in Flavortown, you're you're not wasting time. I'm gonna be honest with you. It, it's a good time. But yeah, anyway, guys, I think that's probably gonna be it for the week. Thank you for the questions. Um super, super appreciate them. Um and yeah, this show is just something that uh just a passion project. And honestly, um 
um i love making youtube videos it's so much fun for me and uh doing this show is honestly like a way that i can ensure i get to make at least one video a week you know i mean battlefield and my channel it's been so rough because like if i make anything that's not battlefield it doesn't do very well on my channel i'm not playing much battlefield so it's like a whole thing but but i appreciate you guys showing up and supporting this show um because honestly i really 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 enjoy making videos and like i said doing this like podcast and uh stuff like that is uh is a way that I can ensure I, I get to make at least one video a week. And I super look forward to it. I still get nervous for it for some reason, especially when I'm doing them by myself. Um, but, uh, I, I really enjoy it a lot. And I thank you guys so much for, for hanging out. Thank you, Shu. <laughs> Loco versus well, that's what flavor town. So there's a show on the food network, uh, over in the U S I'm not sure if you're what uh, region you're from. Um, it is a town with flavor. Uh, there's a host named Guy Fieri, and he uh, goes around to restaurants and tries their food, and he always talks about taking people to Flavor Town. It's like his catchphrase. Oh, the NL does say it all. Gotcha. Um, sorry, I missed that. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a it's a television show over in the U.S with a, a guy guy fieri and he drives around to all these uh restaurants all across the country and tries them out and uh he just that's like one of his catchphrases he talks about taking everyone to flavor town or being the mayor of flavor town um yeah i can show you i can show you one real quick i can i can take take a second and introduce someone to uh to uh our boy Oh man, there's like new stuff on here. They're posting, they're posting Guy Fieri vids like they're going out of style still. Holy cow! Yeah, I'll show. I'll try to pull up a clip here after this ad. Somebody needs to get YouTube Premium. Yeah, he's like a nice Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here is a snippet of an episode. Hopefully it shows him. It's not showing him yet. There he is. He's the guy on the left. He's got like bleached hair that's all spiked up. And like he's got like blonde highlights in his beard. That's him on the left. And uh yeah, he thinks he's a lot he thinks he's a lot funnier than he is. <laughs> so but some of this stuff he says is like hilarious, but it shows the food and he just talks about how they make it and he he jokes around and like i don't know how some of these restaurant owners don't punch this dude in the throat but i'm sure they make a lot of money by the exposure but but that's him yeah he's a lot nicer than uh he's he's someone he's a lot nicer than gordon ramsay but he's he's kind of a, he's kind of a meme on the old twitch stream over there uh adam thank you so much for the sub man i really appreciate that and uh thank you for the kind words I really, really appreciate it. But, but, uh, yeah, Loco, you should look on, uh, you should look on YouTube and see if you can find diners, drive-ins and dives on the food network, YouTube channel. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. He, he's silly, man. Oh, that's cool. David Brown says, uh, he was on an episode of hot ones and said some really great things about cooking with your kids. That's really cool. 
I could, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Sad Bowls put a quote. I'm sure he said that. It sounds like exactly like something he would say. He would put, he would put this on a flip flop, and it would still taste good. Um, it's pretty funny. So yeah. Also, I will warn you if you watch this show within like. <laughs> within like 10 minutes you're gonna have to go eat something it's gonna make you incredibly incredibly hungry um for sure so yeah that's guy fieri and i'm i'm so glad this episode was such a success because we introduced someone to flavor town we took we got a new member to flavor town i think that's that's pretty damn good <laughs> gotta love it uh that's awesome all right guys that's gonna be it for this week yeah well definitely worth it man welcome into flavor town that's a massive massive w guys thank you so much for being here again i appreciate it um yeah this is awesome for me uh we'll keep doing them as long as i can as long as it's still there and uh yeah this episode uh will be put up on the new scope channel uh, for folks over there and other than that i think that's gonna be it guys um have an awesome week and uh we'll see you next monday uh stay tuned on twitter we'll see if we can uh announce some cool guests and stuff like that i would love to have some uh david sadballs loco again adam thank you for the sub uh everyone thank you for all the likes super super appreciate it <laughs> yeah you will definitely being a crash bod <laughs> all right guys you have a great rest of your week we'll see you on the other side hopefully see you next monday and maybe maybe we'll have a battlefield update maybe we'll have a battlefield update and uh i can make a video like later this week about a battlefield update or lack thereof i guess <laughs> all right see you guys <laughs>